Hello and welcome to the Jeep and Bubba podcast. I'm your host, Brad Coron, better known as Jeep and Bubba in the off-road industry. And you're riding along with me in my Jeep. Just some thoughts today on a Sunday. I'm headed out to the Etowah Wildlife Expo, first one ever held. It's in Canton, Georgia, uh, at the place called The Mill, right next to Reformation Brewery. Meeting Avery out there, and we're going to check out what they got going on. Uh, and worst case scenario, it's a terrible show, but there's good beer right next door to Reformation. So that's the idea. I got about a 30-minute drive here, uh, between here and there, and um, just cruising in the Jeep. So if you hear some noises, that's what it is, riding on Highway 369. I got corrected the other day. They said that's not a highway. That's an interstate. Uh, I don't know the difference. I'm not really that smart about what I'm not smart about and I'm really smart about what I'm smart about so uh, feel free to correct me at any time nice thing about this podcast is the only way to correct me is to hop on my social media and make a little comment uh, Jeep and Bubba on Facebook Instagram and uh, if you listen to this on Apple we'd love a review make sure it's five stars and make sure it has some nice and kind words that might attract some others um, but anyways uh, I actually wanted to do a little rant today we are considering, and by we, I mean me, I am considering uh, doing a new format. Uh, I'm thinking to start doing a podcast every Monday, maybe, maybe every Friday. I haven't decided, but it's either going to be Mondays or Fridays. I'm thinking Mondays to get you through the week. And then do it in a different format where uh, basically well, what we'll do is I'll start off in the first 15 minutes going through some Jeep news, you know, just what's going on in the Jeep world, what's going on in the off-road world. And then I'll fill you in on what uh, what we're up to this week or next week, what we just got into, what you can expect on the, our YouTube channel. Just kind of giving you a uh, catch up on all things Jeep and Bubba and Black Bear Off-Road. And then um, we'll either do an interview at that point or you'll get a little rant from me, a little Jeep sermon. And then, um, yeah, we'll wrap up with some, with some parting words. So that's what we're thinking, something a little bit more... Um, um, structured maybe i've been listening to some other podcasts recently and that's just an idea i've been having and uh, obviously i'd love to do some more interviews and i plan to do quite a few at sema this year so i hope to trickle those in and uh anyways let's get on let's get on with it recent thought came to my mind what i want to get into today is talking about what is a jeeper not necessarily what's a jeeper what does it mean to be a jeeper right um I don't think anyone's really questioned that for quite some time, but I, I do think it needs questioned. And here's the reason being. Up until 2007, if you were a Jeeper, you were a hardcore dude. And I'll explain a little bit better. Up until 2007, you drove a two-door. After 2007, they made a four-door, and that made something a little bit more available. And that's the ability to use your Jeep as a family vehicle. Your wife can now drive it. You can use it on the weekends and she can keep the kids in the back seats. There's a little bit more room. Long trips made more sense. And they found out these things do really good off-road. They're more stable than the two-doors. Um, I still love a two-door on a tight trail. still love a two-door on a hill climb. Uh, but four-doors are like cheating when it comes to rocks and balance and all that good stuff. So, um, nonetheless, it really changed things when the JKU came about. And now they have the new JLU. It's what I'm driving right this second. And it's so comfortable to ride. 
I don't mind taking it all across the United States and uh, totally, totally enjoy it. But now, uh, we've got some real contenders. Now, one thing I noticed about three years ago, maybe four years ago, was a lot of guys were jumping off the JKU platform. I guess this was 2017. How long ago was that? Uh, uh, four years ago? Yeah. So there we go. I see a lot of people that were jumping off the JK uh, platform wagon because it had been around for 10 years and uh, they were just tired of it. So see, I saw a lot of people move to 4Runners. A lot of people moved to the Alexis GX platform. A lot of guys jumped on that Tacoma. And uh, and then they jumped back with the Gladiator and they came back in, some of them. Uh, but it seems like they're always following trends, jumping back and forth. And then, uh, you know, a lot of people stayed true, stayed with the, with the Jeep. They said, you know, when I can afford it, I'm gonna get me a JL. A lot of folks did that. I was one of those people. Uh, got into a JLU, really been enjoying it, really loving it. Um, and very, very happy with it. Um, the thought is, though, you know, for me, uh, I've had a Jeep for getting close on 10 years right now. Uh, really close in on 10 years. I guess it'll be 10 years uh, a little after May next year. So, uh, yeah, I may be like six months away from being, you know, 10 years into being a, a Jeeper or whatever. Um, and for me, it's just something I don't want to live without anymore. Uh, at first, I, I knew I really liked it, but I was, you know, the cost of it, the cost of what I thought it would cost off-road really started to, uh, almost deterred me because uh, I had a cheap Cherokee but then I was constantly having to throw money in parts and if you get stuck and then I wanted bigger parts it really uh, was it seemed like a hard thing to get into money wise um, and then I learned a little bit more and as you learn and as you grow you figure out there's um, and you learn your skill level and you start to gain more skill uh, things change but I went from I had a couple Cherokees then I had a YJ uh, jumped all the way up to a JK. I've had a couple TJs. I've had delivery Jeep. Uh, I've had Grand Cherokees. Um, the only Grand Cherokee I haven't, I haven't owned is a ZJ. We've had WK. Uh, I haven't had a WK2, but uh, I've had a WJ, WK, a um, bunch of Cherokees, CJ, TJ, YJ, JK, and now JLU. Uh, we've been through them all. Got an LJ. And a Comanche currently uh, as well and I would say I'm pretty hardcore jeeper at this point in my life uh, really really dug in and uh, I've just been thinking recently and, it, and a lot of this is brought on by the Bronco the Bronco looks great I think it's a great looking vehicle uh, I'm sure it's gonna do decent off-road um, do I think it will uh, outperform a Wrangler uh, most of the time no um, I, you know I would I would argue it'd probably be better in the sand uh, if you're just going stock versus stock uh, better on the road for sure and uh, I'm sorry about that little background noise it's I have an awning and it's just there's a zipper on it that's kind of flapping inside the Jeep but 
that's what you get with these on-road uh, podcasts. Anyways, uh, I, you know, whether you like or dislike or, or think it would be better or won't, it's, it exists. And we're going to see a lot of folks jump off that Jeep wagon again and hop onto the Bronco train. And I don't blame them. It's a good-looking Jeep. But for me, I'm a Jeep. It's kind of like being a Harley guy. You know, if if uh, Kawasaki or or Indian or somebody makes a really cool-looking motorcycle, you're not going to sell your Harley and just go buy that. You might own one, uh, but you're going to keep your Harley, and you're going to be a Harley guy. You know, maybe. that's I, I don't even know if you would own one. And for me, I might own some older rigs. I've even, my wife would love a Forerunner. Um, and I think that'd be great. But we're just a Jeep family. And I've driven them across country. And I feel like to be a Jeeper is a high level of a commitment because it's the least practical vehicle on the road. It most certainly is one of the least comfortable on road, you know, compared to a minivan or a Tahoe or, you know, whatever you can think of. There's, unless you're driving around like a 3500, uh, like like a heavy-duty truck with no load, those are pretty stiff and hard to ride. Um, with a the load, they're nice and comfortable. But, you know, for the most part, it's it's the least practical vehicle. It doesn't get good gas mileage. It's shaped like a refrigerator. They look cool. They're iconic. They're amazing off-road. But we drive them on-road more than most people would or do drive them on road uh, more my wife drives her kids around goes gets groceries uh, shows houses for real estate i mean she's constantly driving this thing we've put uh in a little over a year we've almost put thirty thousand miles on it i mean we have done trip after trip and uh it's kind of you just commit to it you know you're not going to get good gas but we just love it it's it's um it's just part of our lifestyle I don't, couldn't envision us being anything else. Uh, we go down to the beach, take the freedom panels off. You know that you can take the doors off. I mean, uh, I just love the way it looks. When I'm parking a parking lot, I know, look, there's my Jeep. That's it. Uh, there's so many ways to customize them. There's so many ways to build them. And I just love taking it off-road. It performs just amazing. And uh, to me, it's the best off-roader you can go and spend money on. And I don't think it's really an argument. I know there's a lot of technology coming out in some of these rigs. I've heard a lot of people, it's almost pissed me off. They say, well, this is really going to push Jeep to do a better job. And uh, I don't think Jeep necessarily needs to do a better job. I, I think uh, I think we need to back off a little bit. I think this, they knocked the JL out of the water. What do you want them to do? Because that's, what, that's what's kind of pissed me off. What do you want them to do? Do you want them to make it less rugged? And do you want them to put IFS up front and make it more comfortable? Do you want them to make it more expensive? Like, I wish they would make an even less, uh, uh, you know, get more into their TJ and LJ heritage and, uh, you know, make these things a little bit more rugged with less comforts and uh, make them a little baseline a little cheaper. Maybe uh, an off-road package or something that's, you know, you buy the Rubicon and it's ten grand more. Well, that's a lot of money for somebody that's going to go and you know just wreck these things off road. And that's what I do. I've got videos of me slamming this thing into rocks last weekend. So I don't think being a jeeper necessarily means uh, 
putting rubber ducks on your Jeep or going to Jeep meets in a parking lot or doing Jeep beach or every Jeep invasion or uh, constantly doing the Jeep wave, like, I think what it, to me it is, is somebody who's made, like, the commitment that, like, I'm willing to overlook the unpractical part of the Jeep because it's super practical when I, for my lifestyle when I do go off-road. And that's the thing for me. This thing is the most practical vehicle I could own for my lifestyle. You know, if I want to go off-roading, best vehicle out there. If I want to go overlanding camping, amazing. I want to go hunting, amazing. Uh, fishing in the backcountry, perfect. And it's just I don't have to do tons of modifications out of the box to get to that point. Um, whereas most vehicles you if you want to run big tires, it doesn't take, I have a two and a half inch lift running 35s. So I mean, it's just an awesome package. And that's just the way it's been for a long time, you know. Since 1941, this thing's been awesome, the best. And uh, there have been some competitors through the years, you know, Toyota really, uh, would give Jeep a run for its money back in the early days, but uh, it's not the case now. And I'm glad the Bronco's here. Maybe it'll spark some innovation in Jeep. It's already pushed them to come out with a 392, which is awesome, uh, and, and a couple other packages. So that's cool. I like competition. Maybe we'll lose some market share because of uh, because of the Bronco, but I'm hoping that might drive down the cost of Wranglers because I plan on being in this the rest of my life in a Wrangler we're in a jeep of some sort as long as they make them we'll buy them and when they quit making them we'll keep buying the old ones and stashing them away uh hopefully it's something that lasts my entire life uh the brand that is and um very proud to be a jeeper i don't plan to change my name to bronco bubba anytime soon and if any of my buddies buy a bronco i'll totally support them love to see him on the trail i'd love to drive one wheel one whatever i think they're cool but I think uh, maybe sometimes we need to sit down and decide or define for ourselves what it is that makes us a Jeeper um, versus an off-roader or overlander. And uh, there's just a level of commitment and uh, a lifestyle in it. And I actually like meeting up with Jeeps in parking lots. I like giving the Jeep wave. I like giving people ducks, whatever people makes people happy. I love our little community. Uh, actually, it's a huge community at this point. And, uh, well, it's starting to rain pretty heavy, so I know I'm going to lose some audio, but I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you're a Jeeper, Jeep wave my dudes. If not, consider it. Uh, but I'm Jeep and Bubba. Eat your prunes.